Using an overpriced trash bag? Pricey, pricey, pricey! A bag that breaks? Whippy, whippy, whippy! Or a smelly bag? Stinky, stinky, stinky! You gotta snag Hefty's Ultra Strong Trash Bag. Always at an ultra low price. Hefty, hefty, hefty! It has Arm & Hammer odor control, so your nose and your wallet will be... Happy, happy, happy! Hefty Ultra Strong Trash Bags. Hefty Strong, all day long. Hefty, hefty, hefty! Boyston and Oz, I-95 Sports Network, NHL Trade Deadline Special, and we have some very, very special guests today on the I-95 Sports Network. If you want to tune in, one 562 Press 5 to join the conversation. We are Facebook Live and Twitter Periscope today. I got old friend, Mr. Cusimano, and Cord Lehman making his Weissman and Oz debut. What's going mm-hmm. on, gentlemen? Good to be back here on the Weissman and Oz show, guys. My my buddy Cord next to me. How are you? I'm excited to be here, guys. You know, I've been looking forward to this day. You know, NHL trade deadline day is probably better than Christmas. I mean, I'm Jewish, so. We also. also I'm, sorry, I'm going to disagree with that. I think free agent friendly is so much funner. It's get rich quick day. And who doesn't like getting, getting rich quick? As an, Islander fan, as an Islander fan, we get none of the above. So, <laughs> Once again, it is deadline day, but not. this is not a franchise tag deadline. This is an NHL trade line, deadline day. Boys, you're all Islander fans here. What's going on today? Is Duchesne coming here? I don't know. And the reason why I don't know is because it's all in, Joe, in Colorado Avalanche general manager Joe Sackett's corner. Sackick has the offers. He has multiple offers from the owners. Basically, pick and choose which ones you want. We'll give it to you for Duchesne. I just don't know what Sackick wants to do just quite yet. Yeah, Sackick is being a real sack right now. If you want me to put it that way, that's what the guy's being. We've offered him two different packages, okay, that meet his demands. And he still... Still doesn't want to make a move. Now, what are some guys you think that are in these trade offers to the Colorado Avalanche? Who are some guys that come up the top of your head? From what I've heard, Barzell has been in and out of it. I think he's in one package, but not in the other. Pollock and Hamannick are definitely involved. And I think Dalek Hall as well. Yeah, those are all the names I'm hearing, too. You've heard a little bit of Brock Nelson involved in that, too. You know how I would feel about that. Um, you know, he's my guy. Well, the only problem is, and I, I feel like maybe there's more pressure on Garth Snow to make a deal. Right before the show, we saw four. <laughs> did, you just, did you just say Garth Snow and the word pressure in the same sentence? Well, let's see. Please stop. Oh, his coach, the guy's been the general manager for 10 years now. There is no pressure on Garth Snow his whatsoever. Coach still, listen, his coach just, get, just got fired, obviously, this season, as we all know. He doesn't make the postseason. He's already on the hot seat. I, we can consider him. Well, the honors are, I think there's like a five-point difference from towards like the bottom of the standings toward between that and the uh, wild card. It's really, you got to win, win, win in this league. The fact of the matter is the teams around the Islanders are getting better. Okay, Florida just went out and acquired Thomas Vanek. Don't panic. We've got Vanek. Remember that? You know, <laughs> it's time for the Islanders to make a deal. Enough waiting for the future. Enough about the potential. Barza has potential to be a superstar. Pulak has potential to be a superstar. I'm sick of it. I'm sick of waiting for potential. And I don't blame you, Joe. But, you know, it's Matt Barzal, a guy that the NHL, all teams have touted, you know, have praised highly. You know, are you really willing to get rid of Matt Barzell could go out and blow out his knee tomorrow. You're right. What, what Potential. He has potential to be a superstar. Duchesne is a star. Okay? Duchesne comes here, you have a team that's ready to go for it. Not just this season to make a run at the playoffs, maybe make a run there. But for the future, he's a guy who's under contract. He's a guy who's building for now and the next few years. Um, well, I also... Another team improving, Toronto. 
they got Brian Boyle. You call Brian Boyle upgrade. a huge improvement? I, I, is call, Brian him, I Boyle, call him an upgrade. Is Brian Boyle a game-breaking player? It's a He's guy a that, physical guy that I had. I had Islander fans getting upset. Well, why couldn't we go out and get Brian Boyle? He's a, because why make a trade just for the hell of making a trade, guys? That's the guys are right. That's stress every time. Don't make a trade just because you want to say, oh, I made a trade. The Islander fan base doesn't like hearing that. They no. don't like that. No, and I agree. Brian Boyle is probably not the type of guy the Islanders need right now. Definitely a top six forward is what Clark Snow is on a pursuit for. Uh, but I think Brian Boyle is the type of guy that, you know, works for Toronto. With a bunch of young guys, it's a good veteran presence. Just, just the point being that teams around you that you're competing for a playoff spot with are getting better. You know, Toronto got better. Even though Vanek isn't much for Florida, Florida got better. I don't know why you guys are laughing. You're just sitting there. But the Islanders should do something at this point. Even if it's not Duchesne, you got to upgrade it some sort. You want to know why we're laughing? We're like the kids in class that are giggling in the back of the room while the teachers are speaking. You look like a teacher with those glasses, thinking you're all hot stuff over here. That's why I'm laughing. Well, I'm glad you guys think that way. Do I look cute like this? Or I think Thomas, I, listen, I, I think, think, looks good I think Thomas Maddock is a very good move for Florida. Mm-hmm. It's a team that wants to make a run at the playoffs. Okay, you add another scorer. And what did you give up? A third-round pick in Dylan McElrath, Mickelrath, however so, you Rangers fans want me to say his name. Also did on, uh, from Detroit, the Detroit Red Wings, sorry. Can Detroit, you were there Detroit, last Detroit, Come on, Red Wings. Yes, they got Smith, uh, the defenseman. You know, I think, who is it, Dan Girardi, who just got injured for two weeks? Dan so. Girardi's out for a couple of weeks, Klein's dealing with some things, and it, there's a caller on hold that wants to talk about the deadline. Court. Of course. We're going to get him on right now. I got it. Steven's going to put him on. Never mention I hate Max. Caller, you're on 95 Sports Network. Why is he on? What's going on today? Gentlemen, how are you doing? Hello. I have a little trade scenario in my head that I want to run by you guys. Uh, and it might sound a little crazy, but I want you to think about it or, or, or just hear me out before you, before you comment on it. Now I say that we trade somebody like, uh, I, I, the first person that comes to mind for me is Scott Mayfield. So I think that we send out Scott Mayfield we send him to Detroit, and what we receive in return is Dylan McElrath. And the reason being, just hear me out, the reason being for this is because, I see you guys laughing, just hear me out. Dylan McElrath is the next Scott Stevens. I'll hang up and listen. Have a good day. Keep, keep, keep up the good work. Um. As far as calling Dylan McElrath the next Scott Stevens, I think that's a little bit of a stretch. I personally am someone who wants to keep a young defenseman like Scott Mayfield, who has shown me a ton of promise in oh. the uh, when in the lineup. He hits. He, he's playing very well defensively. He's not jump. He's he's not afraid to jump up into the He's not afraid to jump up. He's not afraid to step up for his teammates either, which is something that you know. Besides him, we've kind of been lacking a little bit this season for the Islanders. Oh, without a doubt, I think Scott Mayfield definitely moved up in the depth chart for the Islanders uh, in terms of defensemen. Uh, another guy like Adam Pellick. You know, Pellick and Mayfield really are starting to step up in place of uh, an injury to Travis Hammond. Well, Pellick so, is more of a defensive defenseman. Mayfield has that two-way side to him. I, I don't really think that deal is really the deal the Islanders should make. We know what deal they should make going out and getting a premier score. Dylan McElrath, I, I watched him plenty. He's not a great skater. Uh, besides a great guy, he doesn't really offer anything else. And you know, to give up assets to go get a guy like McElrath wouldn't exactly be uh, be smart, of course, no. But obviously, the three of you here don't exactly think much of him anyway. So, Well, I could think a lot differently of him in two hours and 42 minutes. But we'll see about that. How about how about this deal? Uh, how about Kevin Shattenkirk to Washington the other day? That's a deal that really might put Washington over the top. I, the term "the rich get richer" speaks volumes right now. And no. you know, to to one, uh, let's make a point. Like one thing that I would say as a guy who obviously 
uh, wanted Shattenkirk. This puts a lot more pressure on the Capitals, a team that we've seen previously from previous years, last year, the year before. They just can't get it done in the postseason, never been past the second round of Ovechkin. So this puts a lot more pressure on them to be dubbed as the best team in hockey and to go off and win the Stanley Cup. Well, not only did the Rangers want Shattenkirk, it's pretty obviously obvious that Shattenkirk wanted the Rangers. You know, he... I don't think that way. You don't think so? I think he would have requested a trade to, to the Rangers through St. Louis. He's a New Yorker himself. Well, yeah, but, you know, and here's the thing. He's going to be an unrestricted free agent. So if exactly. he wants to go there and do that, why why get a reputation around the league as a baby? He was a crier who wants to, you know, push his way somewhere. Why not just sign there when you're free to do so in the offseason? Okay, you're already, you're already hearing that the Rangers are linked to him come this offseason, as well as a team like possibly the New Jersey Devils throwing him a boatload of money. And also another thing, maybe Kevin Shattenkirk acquiring him would have propelled the Rangers to get within that third or second seed a harder matchup in the first round. I like where they are right now. And I give credit to Jeff Gordon not trading away a first-round pick. Three out of the last four years, he's traded a first-round pick, sticking with the guns that he has, and makes a depth addition with Brendan Smith. So you mean he's traded away picks, again, potential that might not work out, to to make runs at it now. You got it. You got to listen. Uh, you got it. He's gone on. He's gone on a couple you deep playoff to, runs. Correct. To, that's uh, correct. Oh, must be nice. You have to. It is nice. Well, that's must true. be nice. It's actually, right. it's actually a lot of fun. But Capitals are a dangerous team now. I mean, they weren't dangerous before. You know, I think they're all in. I mean, we saw it. You like time. Michael Jackson? Dangerous. Dangerous. You saw it last dangerous. time. You just feel like there's no weakness to this team now. I mean. They got one of the best defensive corps in hockey. I, I won't go as far as saying the best, but uh, obviously they scored a ton of goals already as it is. And now you have a you know quote unquote quarterback for their power play in Shattenkirk. I, I don't. The only thing I can actually say that this team could lose in the postseason is because of the pressure is put on them now. Well, it's the Rangers. There's always pressure on it. There's pressure, there's pressure from their fan base. Well, I'm talking about, fan the base I'm talking about the Capitals. Oh, the Capitals. The Capitals. Oh, no. Yeah. With Shattenkirk going there, there's just a lot Generally, more, pressure. more pressure. And the question is, is our, how is that chemistry going to work out in Washington with having a brand new guy coming in very late in the season? Most teams are about 60, 61 games in already. And now Washington is going to fight for a second consecutive uh, uh, president's trophy. <laughs> That's nice. Washington has those President's Trophy banners to hang up. Where, where are the cup banners? I love that when I go to Washington, guys, and they say, oh, the Capitals is better than the Islanders. Where are your cup banners? I, I mean, oh, you won the President's Trophy. Congratulations. Where's your ring? That seems to be the issue for them. In the playoffs, they seem to choke. You know, in the regular season, they're obviously one of the top, te- top teams, if not the top, but when it comes to the, down to crunch time, that's where they seem to have a weakness. Do you think there's a rental for Washington? Or maybe they had, if they let some pieces go that are unrestricted free agents for them, for their own team, or own players right now, maybe they could resign them. But he's requesting seven for 42. I don't know if Washington's going to be able to That's a lot of money. resign them. I mean, you saw him. He turned down that sign and trade deal that would have, uh, would have paid him like six with, uh, with Tampa, Tampa Bay. And I think he really has his heart set on the Big Apple. And I think. Somehow, some way, you Rangers are going to have to find a way to get them here. Well, they got, I think, $10 million in cap space uh, after this offseason. Obviously, uh, we could address that when the time comes. But, you know, New York native from Westchester, I believe. His parents live in New Rochelle. That would be great. I just – I didn't want to give up the first-round pick again this year. I mean, because it's never a guarantee. But – Kevin Shattenkirk. It's not a very deep draft this year. Guys. No, it's not. No, That's it's all not. I've been hearing, why, why I've been seeing draft picks go left and right, which is why they probably overpaid, in a sense, for Brendan Smith because they did give up a second for next year and a third for this year. They gave up two draft picks for a guy with five points on this year. So, But we, we, we shall see. Just to switch over back to the Islanders real quick, another possible trade is Yaroslav Halak. I know we talked about this before the show. What are, what are your thoughts if Halak... Uh, would to be traded. I would love to move a lot. Yeah. I said this from day one. The guy's he's sitting there making four and a half million in the minors. Okay, he's not coming back up to the big club. No matter how much Isles Twitter, okay, wants Halak back up here, he's not coming back. 
Get that through your heads, okay? I spoke to one Islander, one current player, who called him, quote-unquote, an outcast on the team. The guy is a cancer in the locker room. He's not coming back here. It's just, if you were given the situation if Grice was hurt, that's where I would understand if you need uh, Halak to come back. You You have excellent goaltending down in Bridgeport. I was in Bridgeport back on Sunday. It's a... Their goaltending has been phenomenal for mostly the entire season. Halak has played extremely well. That's what there. I was thinking. But also, it's the, it's the American Hockey League. It's, it's totally different. Totally different. You have some NHL-caliber guys in there, but most of them are there to get better or simply they want to play. And... In terms of Halak, do you want him in the minors? Absolutely not. This is a guy that has proven he 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 can play with the big boys extremely well and even dominate him. If you actually watch the World Cup, he shut out Team USA. He nearly shut out uh, Canada in Game 2 of the uh, final. He is a playoff goaltender. Why would you have him in the minors? Why? To make if you can move him and get a goaltending prospect, probably back. Or, or why do you want a goaltending prospect? I'll take and a I'm, mid to late round pick. I'll take. I'll keep a couple of bucks on his salary. Get him out of here. It's time to just get this guy out of here. Save a couple million on a cap, please. Enough. After this year, he has one year left on his contract. Bye. And that could be attractive to a team. Yarrow, cancel. For a team that needs a goalie, especially one that is prone to get get hurt for for another team, go out and get this guy. He is reliable. Hasn't been injured at all this season. Keep in mind that, too. Knock on some wood now, because now that you said that, you know the guy's going to go down. Maybe you know, my uh, track record. You know, but. you look at the Islanders, and let's let's move on from Yarrow for a second here. This is a team that they're not going to go out and break the bank for a guy who's going to be a rental. It's not simple. You you're going to take a guy who who has a year or two years left on his deal. That's what Garth is looking for. That's what the guys track record is. Besides 10 years ago when he went out and got Ryan Smith, Mm -hmm. which, by the way, no one saw coming. No. Okay, that was one of those off-the-radar things. But, again, what did he give up in that deal? Robert Nielsen, okay, Ryan O'Mara, and a first-round pick. Potential. Gave up potential. Guess what those guys became? Nothing. Nothing. Bums. I don't think O'Mara even saw the NHL. Okay, it's time to move on from the potential and go for it already. You know, the Islanders are probably one of the more sneakier teams in the NHL choice now. Usually doing things last minute. I remember last season, uh, two seasons ago, it was Letty and Boychuk. Uh, well, that was during the offseason, Steve. Well, that was in the offseason. That was but in October. No one saw that coming. Uh, no, you're right. Nobody saw it coming. As a matter of fact, there are plenty of Isles bloggers out there. I'm not going to call out any names, B.D. Galoff. That said, no shot we ever get Nick Letty, and we'd have to give up our top prospects in a first-round pick. How did that work out? The Islanders traded Billy Polk on that. Yes. Was he a top prospect? Not at all. Okay. People just tweeted, only way Halak has moved is if a team makes a good offer or agrees to take all or most of the contracts. All those people, okay? They could tweet and say whatever they want. The only person that truly knows what is going on with the Islanders right now is Garth Snow. And he's either sitting at a buffet somewhere or hopefully sitting in his office trying to get a deal done. Well, you know, I guess switching off to another topic, it's uh, being rumored right now that there's talks with Shane Doan to Montreal, which is interesting because the Coyotes recently traded uh, Martin Hansel to Minnesota. I don't think Stone goes anywhere. Stone is committed to, amazingly, win a Stanley Cup in Arizona. And that'll be the death of Shane Doan in this league is trying to win a cup in Arizona. But you've got to tip your cap to that guy because the loyalty, you don't see that anymore. No, you don't. And, you know, he obviously had some words uh, after the game last a uh, couple nights ago when 
the news broke out that Hansel was traded. They were teammates for 10 years. Yeah, but not for nothing, speaking of that trade. Disgusting job by the Minnesota Wild. What did they do to this year's trade market, giving up a first and two seconds, I believe it was, Cord? Correct me if I'm wrong. So. For a guy who has a career high of 41 points? Come on now. That's just a case of, yeah, you're going for it, but you definitely overpaid. And also, you guys said it, everyone's been saying it, it's a weak draft. But I guess I could understand that Minnesota in a tough Western conference wants to get better right now and not worried about the future. But you do have to have some some thought process about keeping your draft picks, which again I give Gordon credit for. Um, something let's go over something that we that happened a few days ago that still doesn't make sense to me. And we talked about it on our last show. Maybe you two can make sense of it for me. Ben Bishop being traded to the Kings the day after Jonathan Quick got back, played very well against the Ducks. I, I, guys, make sense of this to me because I, I don't see where it is. I'm surprised that Tampa dealt him. To be honest. Well, he's a free agent. I, I, to be honest with you, think Tampa's been trying to move this guy for a while now. They've wanted Vasilevsky to take over that starting position for, it seems like, a year, oh, maybe two great. now. He's been very consistent. Uh, for for L.A. to make this deal, L.A.'s all in. They want to go on a little bit of a run here. Now you have two solid goaltenders to do so. But goaltending wasn't exactly a problem. Budai was playing very well in Quick's place. I believe he Almost was 31. Yeah, yeah. So he's mostly like a... Goaltending well, wasn't a problem, but look, you look at history, okay? Look at history, and history tends to repeat itself, guys. You have a hot goaltender in the playoffs, you could go really far. It's not really a source, but a rumor, Ravada to Boston. Does Mike Cavett count, Steven? I don't think he counts as a, you know, know, much of a source. There's been plenty of rumors and sources. That's my favorite my favorite words here, rumor and source. That's why NHL Please. did like... Nobody like, knows right. for sure what is going on until this happens. Uh, here's some breaking news from Bob McKenzie through the Canadians Montreal uh, uh, Twitter feed. Dwight King on his way to Montreal in return for conditional fourth round pick in 2018. So there is Montreal trying to get some scoring depth with them. Maybe that's the team that goes after uh, Matt, uh, Matthew Shane. Along the Islanders, I was hearing rumors, obviously rumors, that those are the two major players for him. But now that uh, Montreal has upgraded that forward, who knows? Maybe it would just be the Islanders and uh, Islanders in Colorado and one of them waiting for each other. I'm not sure that Dwight King's really at top of shot. He's more like a bottom forward. More like a grinder type of guy. Yeah, I don't know. And, and Montreal, Montreal has history of picking up those kind of guys at the deadline. You look at a guy, Dale Weiss, they picked up a couple seasons ago. I know that's your boy, <laughs> Dale White. How do you say his name? Experiences with him. Uh, um, what did you do? Nothing. I, I think oh, that no, if Duchesne moves, it, it's. I want to hope that it's going to be the Islanders, but I this, can't. Zach explained this really smart. You if know. I was a gambling man. I know you're looking at me. I kind of am. I like to play around. I would say that the Islanders, they don't do anything. And that's where I'm putting all my chips is that the New York Islanders do not make a move there. Not even one for Halak? You know what move them? the Islanders will make? The Islanders will make their typical deadline Shane Prince, Tyler Kennedy type deal where they go out and give a, you know, a third or fourth round pick to get a guy we barely ever heard of. Well, you know, Sag explained this really well. You could either – the old Duchesne now, because obviously Duchesne really wants to get out of Colorado. Seems I don't think Sackick's playing it well at all. I think Sackick's being the stubborn kid on the playground. I mean, he why not try to get more for him in the offseason? You know, other teams might uh, have interest come July. Well, that is a good point. All of a sudden, you know, 29 other teams are interested in, except, you know, besides, instead of the ones that are in playoff contention right now, as the Islanders are. I just I feel like the Islanders they just they need to make a move in my mind. You're on the cusp of the playoffs. Line. Honestly, I think they could be a real threat to Washington. They match up with them very well if they do get into that postseason. Of all the teams, Boston, Toronto, Florida, all competing for that eighth spot. I think the best or last wild card now the new format. I think they pose as the biggest threat to Washington. In the yeah, they played very well against Washington this season, and the only two games that they lost were one goal games. I mean, you know, I think. And we'll come playoffs on if the Islanders do make the playoffs. Uh, and I'll finish my thought after this, as we do have a caller trying to get in right now. We have a caller. Wow, very nice. 
Hang with us. Hang with us one second, caller. I think you need to invest in a mouse. I think you're right. Caller, you're on the air. State your name, please. <laughs> one second. Steven's having some trouble getting caller here. I'm caller. We have you on air. State your name. Where you're from. What's your, what's on your mind? Hello. Are you guys not letting me on the phone? Are you letting me on the phone? Oh no, we got it. That sounds like a familiar voice. That sounds like a familiar voice indeed. Guys, I took off from work. It's Joey Love from Backpage. Guys, I I took off. I I I took the day off today because I had to see this. You took the to get disappointed by the New York Islanders or to get disappointed by the Weissman and Oz show? No, I, I'm actually enjoying this whole show thoroughly. I, I just think, you know, you guys are over there talking about Sackett being that stubborn kid on the playground. Listen, the guy has all the chips, okay? So at the end of the day, he's going to get the best deal that he could possibly get. Now, granted, I only think the Islanders are really the only team that's making a play for Duchesne right now. And I know, I think I just heard somebody say that, you know, Duchesne wants out of Colorado. I don't know if that's really the case. I think Duchesne just wants this to be over, whether he stays or he goes. Yes, it'd be nice to go to a contender, but at the end of the day, I don't think Duchesne's the type of guy, at least from what I've seen and from what I've read, he doesn't seem like the type of guy that is going to be, uh, oh, kicking and pouting to get out of Colorado. I, 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 I didn't see that. So I think he just wants this to be over. I agree with you, and that's kind of the message he relayed in his post-game interview last night against Philly, is that he just wants today to be done with and figure out the future. And you can't blame him for that. I mean, Duchesne does seem like, you know, a good guy, good teammate, uh, a good guy in general, but, you know, why would you want to stay on a team that's obviously... Well, obviously, Stephen, nobody, nobody wants to be in last place here, but... At some time, you know, it's got to get frustrating when your name's in the news every single day about where you're going. You're going here one day, you're going there the next day. Um, as far as Zach you, having all the tips, yeah, you're absolutely Yeah, I, I no, mean, if, I am, if I'm the Islanders right now, I, I, this goes against some of the things that I've said um, recently. Uh, you know, obviously, Joe, I speak to you a lot about this stuff, but... I would try to package a deal to get not only Duchesne, but Landeskog. And I would be willing to part with both Pulak and Barzell and Michael Dalcole, Hammer or Nelson, and a first-round pick. I know you guys may seem or think that that may be a lot, but at the end of the day, when are we going to go for it? I, I, you know, in my well, head, you know, I'm just saying, straight. we... We don't have actually, a lot of years. Potential. Well, I'm I just saying. The potential, like I said. I'm with you. I'm with yeah. you. And and how many years are we going to have John Tavares? Look, the guy, you know, him and Duchesne, 26. What is Landis Scott, 24? I'm sorry. I know it would probably take a lot of money to sign them all. But at the end of the day, look, you got to take a shot and go for it eventually. All right? We got a lot of young defensemen. Uh, Mayfield, I know somebody was talking about trading him. I don't think that that's the answer. I love, I love Cousin Scotty. Uh, Pellick, uh, Toes, uh, there's another kid down there. I mean, we, we, we got a lot of defensive depth. So at the end of the day, parting with Pulak, who spent most of his time in the AHL anyway, and when he's not spending his time there, he's injured. Um, you know, and we, we have questions about him being a defensive liability. So, I mean, that was my thought process. And at the end of the day, Barzal looks fantastic. Okay, but at the end of the day, he's not scoring. I mean, yes, he's, he, he's gay, you know, a lot of helpers he has, and he looks like a playmaker, but you just, you never know. I mean, look, you're somebody, you guys were talking about the Ryan Smith deal. We gave away a lot of prospects. Those guys amounted to nothing. So, I mean, hey, look at, Errol, look at you. you. You traded for Yandel, right? You gave up Duclair. I know people were like, oh, this guy, Prosper. How good is Duclair right now, bro? Just saying, man. 
All right, and I'm going to leave you with those thoughts. Um, you guys, I want you to comment. I'm going to get off the phone now. I got to get back to work. But Cord, you sound real good, buddy. I'm very impressed. All right, guys, have a great day. I'm enjoying the show. So good to talk to you. Good to talk to you, Joey Love. As much as I love it when he calls in and talks Cowboys, this is an NHL deadline show. God, I love Cord. I know you've been waiting. Right. Oh, Cord, God. If I'm the Islanders, I definitely do that trade that that uh, Joey brought up. However, from Colorado, do I accept that? Well, let's break that down. What did he, he said, Pulak, a first. Pulak, Barzal. You're giving up your top three prospects. That's okay. Great. You're Prospect. giving up a current roster player and, and, uh, and a first round pick. You, you're getting two. You're getting a lot four. of stuff there. I, in Colorado, you're getting pull, I mean, you're getting a guy who, let's be honest, he played well in the playoff run last year. That's very encouraging if you're a guy, if you're a team taking that player in. Barzal, a lot of potential, but Colorado is, is, you know, they're down in the cellar right now. They need potential at this point. Obviously, a first-round pick. And did you mention Brock Nelson as well? Yes. So, yeah. Brock Nelson, a guy who's played at this level, played well at this level. Uh, if you're Colorado, you have more to of a like first-half type player, and then he dies down. Kind of like uh, maybe I would need to see throughout the season. Andrew Ladd started off. Not so well then around Christmas, as everyone kept seeing. That's when he started to turn up. Now he's played excellent the past the past few weeks. So it's a very tough thing to say, but you need consistency. You need consistency the entire season. Yes, it's an eighty-two game marathon, but still, if you're not if you don't start out that marathon well, you're not going to end it well. I, you know what, Cord, you bring up a good point. And, you know, just to get back, we were talking about the trade. And Joey Love mentioning, when are we going to go for it, right? I mean, you know, you guys, obviously. You give up that much, you're getting two superstar scorers. And we know in the NHL, it's the biggest crapshoot in sport, out of all the sports. You sneak in, you're guaranteed, I mean, you're guaranteed that you have a chance to make a run. I mean, we saw Ooh. L.A. a few years ago. <laughs> sneak is in an eighth seed. They didn't only win the cup. They dominated on their way there. And you don't know. their opponent, the 16 New Jersey Devils. You want it, If you want to compare hockey to any other sport, and you can put it, you can put this down as hashtag please like my sport, but Cord's getting funny over not, here. <laughs> not, wow. many, not many people like not many people look at it as in in basketball. I can probably say that right now it's going to be Golden State against. You think? You think Cleveland. Golden State has a good shot in the NBA this year? You remember that Kevin Durant court? You can say it's Golden State versus Cleveland in the third straight year. You can say that. But in, in hockey, you never know that, no, if you're going to get the Blackhawks again. Everybody has a shot. It's with the, with the playoff format you have now, it's actually quite very easy to win the, to, win the cup because you're only going to your division first and then whoever comes out of the the uh, upper conference. And then you have a situation like this one. Obviously, Rangers in that spot right now, you know, a team that's in a stacked division as the Metropolitan Division mm-hmm. is, and then you could also end up having two Metropolitan teams as the wild card. I mean, if we're ranking... Which happened last season. Yeah, and if you're ranking the teams, you know, you, you put most of those Metropolitan Look, the, teams the, first before they the land. The angel bracket... I think is fun. And I saw it last season because last year we would have had the, the uh, second round was the owners and lightning. The owners have had a better record than Tampa and yet had, and yet Tampa had home ice and Tampa didn't win their division. Think of that a little bit. I, I don't want to talk about last year's Isles versus Tampa series. Okay. I was anyways, but left yeah. disappointed yet again. Um, Joe McDonald from ESPN reporting that the Oilers are likely done for the day. Again, you take those reports with a grain of salt, but that's a player that the Islanders were, you know, linked to, whether it be Eberle or Hamannick. Uh, I'm sorry, not Hamannick, Halak, getting my H's thrown off there. Uh, so you don't know. You really, you just don't know. But back to what Joey was talking about when he called in, potential. Okay, you could say it till you're blue in the face. These kids could be great. Or they could amount to nothing. It's time to go for it right here, right now. Go get a couple guys. They're under contract. 
And you go for it the next two to three seasons. Oh, and guess what? That tells your superstar captain, John Tavares, we're all in. It's time to do it. He's signing here long term, guys. It's time to go for it. Just like it's time to go for it. Time to go for a commercial break right here. And we're going to be back quick after this. If you're listening to the podcast, uh, this commercial is brought to you by the S&D podcast. Stephen, Dan, Vinny do a great job. <laughs> and if you want to find their stuff and our stuff, you can find them on Google Play, SoundCloud, and iTunes. And we'll be back right after this on the NHL Trade Deadline Special on I-95 Sports Network. Western Oz. Introducing the SND Podcast channel, your new source for all types of podcasts. We are looking for new podcasts to add to our channel. So if you ever wanted to start a podcast, reach out to us via Twitter, DM, or just add us at SND Podcast. Or message us on Facebook or even email us at SNDPodcast at gmail.com. Once you reach out to us, we'll tell you the best way to create a podcast. All types of podcasts are welcome. So anything you want to talk about for a podcast, just let us know. No idea is a bad idea. We're already on SoundCloud, iTunes, and Google Play, and all other podcast apps. All you have to do is record the podcast. So hit us up soon so you can start your podcast now. With you here on Weissman and Oz, NHL Trade Deadline Special, I-95 Sports Network. Joe, very enthusiastic right now to be back. On the I-95 Sports Network. Joe, it's good to have you. I'm sitting here talking about hockey all day with the boys of Weissman and Oz. My future co-host, Cork, Cord Liman, as the cool kids call them. You make a good couple, you know, a good partner. We make a good couple. Excuse <laughs> me? I think you guys will have your own show. Is there something wrong with Yeah, it's going to happen one day. We make one a good day. couple, Cord. Wow. Okay. Maybe we'll have to have a dual show one time. We make a good duo. Not as good as you and Corey. You know what, Cord? The good thing about me and Cord is is that we're kind of the opposite. So sometimes opposites attract. Cordy's well, he's Cord, and there's me. And half the time, I I want to punch Cord in his head. Right now, I like him. I'm being very very nice to him. But yeah, sometimes you want to kill. And, and I'm sure you want to kill me as well. But you know, we are putting together a little bit of a show of our own, and uh, you know, look forward to that in the future. But right now, we're very happy to be here with the boys of the Weissman and Oz show. And obviously, it's been sort of quiet during our show. Yeah. Uh, you know, of course, it's going to be. As soon but, as 101 hits, something's going to Yeah, that's exactly what I was about to say. Um, but we talked about potential of all these prospects for the uh, uh, for the Islanders that could possibly give up to Colorado. Can we talk about this? Is everyone, everyone, I, Cord, I don't know where you, where you sit on your uh, baseball interest, but remember Fernando, speaking of potential, remember Fernando Martinez? Oh, my God. This guy had all the potential in the world. Five-tool player. He's going to be the next. I'll give you another name. Rashton's Millage. Oh, what Alan Millage. Remember when we didn't trade him for Manny Ramirez? Oh. Guys, potential is great. Prime, of course. Prospects and potential, it's like air, though. It's, it's there. It's there. You just don't know what's going to be made of it. To me, if the Islanders, again, to me, in the Eastern Conference, I think they could be the biggest threat to Washington. I think they make the most, they uh, pair as the best, pose as the best matchup for them. So to me, I think they should go out and make a move, but we'll see what happens hopefully in the next 23 minutes. You know, you have to realize that it's getting late on deadline day, but at the same time, it's still early. I look for that last hour, that last 45 minutes to really be the, how do you want to say, the LIE at at rush hour. You know, that's that's when it's going to get crazy. You always have trades coming in a little bit after 3 o'clock as well. Well, that's just paper. What has to be done is the deal has to be agreed to by 3 o'clock, and you have to be on the phone with – you have to be on the phone with the NHL – by three o'clock, it takes them a while to process it, and they'll be taking calls at like five o'clock still from trades that happen uh, at one o'clock. Yeah, it takes a while, so that's why they do it. That that's why there's only two games today because it takes a while to really get those trades uh, processed. So we've had trades come in at like six seven o'clock. You remember, I, I touched on it earlier, that Ryan Smith deal we didn't hear about until, I want to say it was 4.30 that day when when that news came out. So you're going to hear about deals after 3 o'clock around that time. Hopefully, we, hopefully I'll be a happy boy at 3 o'clock. 
Oh, I want to ask you, what's your opinion of the Smith trade? Uh, you know, obviously not a Kevin Sanchez, but uh, just to touch up on the Rangers, obviously defensively, that's not the strongest. Suit. Defensively, actually, he's he does his strength. He's not very no, but I'm talking about an overall well, defense. Well, we, when we talk about because uh, I'll use Brady Shea as an example, real good offensive defenseman, uh, has a lot of potential while. Translating it on the ice too. I know we like to use that P word very strictly. Um, he, he's actually had some depth with all the injuries now. Ferrari's out for a couple weeks. Kevin Klein, you don't know. Which might actually be a good thing for. Oh, it's a, oh, it's a addition by subtraction. Absolutely. Well, that guy's horrible. Oh, he's, I mean, he's dreadful. He was I, great last season. is a guy who four years ago was locking down okay, opponents' Ferrari. top guys, and the guy is horrible. He's a shell of his former self. If you like actually watch any games, which I occasionally do when there's nothing no. else on TV. Dan Girardi is one of the worst defensemen in the entire NHL. Oh, he's, he's either retiring or getting bought out. Because the Rangers are going to go to him and say, we're buying you out. Think about it for a second. Because the Rangers... Guys, we have breaking news here. Brooks Orpik said he might play for the Caps tomorrow. Haha, ha, got you all. Okay. <laughs> Um, so, I, mean, sorry, I, I know Cord's going to be a little mad at me. More, more, uh, more, more stuff happening out of out out of out of Philadelphia later. But first, back to the Rangers. Um, look, you see, I, I threw everybody off with that one, and I had to I had to go and do that. Um, you know, for the Rangers, it's. We didn't want to give up a prospect and multiple picks to go get Kevin Shattenkirk. But what happened? You gave up multiple picks to go out and get Smith. Yeah. Justify that for me. Just because they didn't give up a first-round pick. That was the big thing for them. They didn't want to give up another first-round pick. Honestly, it was it was a desperate move to me. And even when Girardi does come back, the unfortunate thing with the Rangers is that they're loyal to their players. Girardi was one of my favorite players growing up. He, he was gritty. He was, you know, he's willing to give up his body to block each and every puck that he could reach for. Unfortunately, he's not that guy anymore. Why are you two laughing? I don't understand. Explain it to me. Go and do. You want to say something? I got something on my face. What are you like a do teacher, Tony? <laughs> do I smell? Go ahead. Yeah, you smell good, Arrow. All right. So what's what's so funny? I don't know. You're not wearing an Islander jersey, which I should go get for you. You want me to take off the glasses? You want me to leave the glasses on? I want you to stay comfortable. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm next to you. Of course I'm comfortable. You want me to get closer? You want me to move apart? You want me to get closer to him? You want me to get closer to court? That's sweet. Anyway. Uh, I don't want anyone in this room to get any closer to me than you already are. Did you guys see my poster that I printed out? I like this over here. It was a irrelevant. De- it's a, listen, it was <laughs> those chords words. Listen, it was a depth move. Uh, that's what the Rangers needed at this position right now. Add depth to the words I love. Depth, potential. Prospect? Uh, you like that word all, too? All that stuff. Uh, there's, there's really, aside from Shine Kirk, there was really no other move out there. There was some talks that didn't, about Justin Falk, which, I mean, they were very, very bleh, to be honest. So, uh, well, did you hear this the, is the, the thing coming out, uh, of Vegas? Now Vegas, uh, at, since noon o'clock. I don't guess Since that. noon o'clock. <laughs> guys, guys, Stephen Weissman here on the Weissman and Oz show just said noon o'clock. 12 o'clock. You're so. fired. Get Get out of here, you fire. 12 o'clock Holy. Vegas can now sign college players, non-professional players, and acquire draft picks. In exchange to not have a team's players taken in the expansion draft. Um, oh, my God. I cannot believe he just said noon o'clock. o'clock. I, am, I am in so much of a... Uh, uh, yeah, I feel like I just got hit by a truck after hearing that. <laughs> noon o'clock. Um, I make mistake. Uh, the Bruins, Bruins apparently in talks for Dmitry Kulikov. Uh, uh, we didn't talk about the Oduya trade. Oduya back to Chicago. Yes. Well, the good news for the owners, they'll have to face him Thursday. Bad news, they face him Friday. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not worried about that. we got to go out and take care of our own business. But... OD is a guy who Chicago didn't want to resign two years ago, so they go out and trade for him a year and a half, two years later. And he'll be back with uh, Darlington, I assume. They were apparently yeah, you know what? That's a good ago. move for them. If, if Johnny could stay healthy and could stay on the ice, I think it's a great move. He's familiar with the Blackhawks system. He's familiar yeah. with everyone there. It's going to be for 
basically a seamless transition, especially when he has been back and forth from there. So it's a good move for good move. Chicago. They know what he can do. He knows their system. He loves it. Everybody loves Joel Quenville, one of the best coaches in the entire league. You're saying Jack Capriano is not the best coach in the entire league? Well, that's because he's no longer a coach in the league right now. True. Maybe he'll get a job at noon o'clock tomorrow. Speaking of noon o'clock, we're 45 past noon o'clock, almost at 1 o'clock, Steven. Guys, speaking of, uh, you know, deadlines and uh, trades and free agency and stuff like that, Another report just came out that had the Giants interested in Adrian Peterson in the offseason. We're not going to get into that much. But before the show, I just want everyone to know Errol called me crazy when I mentioned that as a possibility. It's not going mean, to happen. It's not going to happen. Speaking doesn't, of, doesn't while we're quick on football, you know my guys, the Jets, parting ways with Darrell Rivas. Got to thank him for his service with us. One of the greatest Jets of all time. One of the greatest corners of all time. Um it's unfortunate he's fallen off so far the last couple seasons, and now the assault charges against him. Hope he works that out, but all the best to Darrell. How about Mangold, too? Is yeah, Mangold, you know, another guy was a warrior for us. Um, two guys who will be in the ring of honor for sure. But uh, I understand the Nick Folk thing, you know, why pay someone, you know, of that. The team's work. rebuilding, Stephen. you got to go out and sign exactly. some young guys and see what you got. But... While we're on the football topic, just for a second, yeah, yeah, I just want to say Kirk Cousins is the franchise quarterback, and well, Washington Redskins are out of their damn mind. And Jason Garoppolo obviously got tagged too. We didn't mention that. Oh my God, so much football. Oh. Yeah, well, you know, the good news is, is we're not going to talk about football very much today. It is no, deadline day. Next week. Um, His franchise the deadline, deadline day. The deadline is approaching. We're now two hours and fourteen minutes away. Um. Anything going on, boys, on on Twitter stream? I saw we got a lot of Islander fans losing their mind. I see that. I saw incarcerated Bob, who's usually right about most no, stuff I for trust, some reason. I trust that guy. He hasn't um, been on top of things lately, though. Um, the last thing yeah, he did a, tweet. It's a what have you done for me lately world. Last thing he did tweet, or a few tweets ago, that does encourage me a little bit. He's expecting the Rangers to make another move. I don't see where exactly well, that move is, but. I wanted a grit guy. I mean, I wanted a Brian Boyle type guy. This team has no muscle on it. I mean, we saw last night they got pushed around by Washington pretty handily, just uh, within the goals department and on the ice, too. They were just out muscle. But the Rangers are a team that's, be, that's not being built on physicality. They're being, they want speed and they want goal scoring. Well, that's the way they got to the – a big reason they got to the Cup a few years ago. I mean, they made, they made the game into a track meet. You saw they were able to roll out all four lines and be effective, along with Girardi and Stahl not exactly falling off the earth as they have now. So We have uh, sort of breaking news. Uh, Pierre Lebrun uh, still pending a trade call, so nothing official, but until L.A. Kings and Colorado Avalanche finalizing a Jerome Ginla trade. Wow. Seems big to me. Now, he had a no trade call. Of course, well, it, is, it is pending the, the trade call, which is just a minor technicality, but... It would be nice to see Jerome McGinley go somewhere that he has a shot at winning the Stanley Cup. One of the classiest guys in the league. Uh, just a genuine nice guy. I mean, that would be great for him. That's what happened a couple of years ago when he was traded from Calgary uh, to what was it, Pittsburgh? Pittsburgh. Yeah, and, you know, obviously went far with them. Yeah, I mean, he was a real scumbag to us in that first round of the playoffs. <laughs> Not much going on. I mean, it's been very quiet. It's a quiet. It's a quiet deadline for sure here. I mean, also, um, just the yeah, signing news. Uh, Belmar of uh, Philadelphia has been signed to a two-year, one point forty-five million dollars. And, and the, re- the report is that Aginla has waived the no-trade clause, and uh, you know that deal is going to go through. Um, something else to talk about. I saw this morning, Cord, you brought up Philadelphia. What are you doing? Get back. Oh, my God. One thing to bring up regarding Philadelphia, they are working on an extension for Michael Norbert. So maybe does that bring up a trade possibility for Steve Mason? For, for, <laughs> there's some violence going on over here in the White House. Anytime Weissman gets up in the studio and starts walking around, I get a little nervous. He's a threat to my national security, so I launch a bottle at him. Sorry. Nothing out of the, the unusual. Uh, 
So maybe that's – I saw a report – well, not exactly a report. I saw Mike Commodore tweeting out last night that a trade between uh, Calgary and Pittsburgh for Flurry kind of fell apart. So maybe that's a team that goes after a, a goalie. I know they've gotten solid goaltending as of late. wants goalie. But they – yeah, of course, just saying not exactly. Goalie. I don't care. I got a goaltender for them. That's a good point. Mm-hmm. I understand it's $4 million. So just stop touching Can me. Well, speaking about goaltenders, Mark Andre Flurry, I heard, uh, was a potential, you know, guy to go over to Calgary. But yeah, I don't, I don't see, no. I don't see Mark Andre Fleury going anywhere. But you know, people taking on that salary right now. Uh, do I see him going somewhere? Absolutely, and that's Las Vegas this summer. I thought it would have been smart for Pittsburgh to trade him just for that reason. If you don't trade him, you don't get anything back. Well, it would have been smart. It would have definitely been smart, Errol. But who's taking? But what's he making now? Is it six million dollars? Six. Yeah. So who's going to take that salary right now? Who's going to take the salary of a lock unless you pay some of it? Well, again, you're going to have to pay some of it, and I think that they Why will. Why would Pittsburgh do the same? You're getting some assets back because and forth because there's right a difference between keeping two million and seven hundred and fifty thousand. This is also a guy who's won a Stanley Cup in his career. But also, first off, there is a modified no trade clause and a full no move clause for Florida. Right. Well, I mean, he's obviously Matt Murray is the goalie of the present and the future. So maybe he wants a different situation. I mean, they they've moved on. I mean, that's just the fact of the matter. Well, at five at five and three three quarter million dollars, we're looking at a very difficult trade for Calgary to make. Unless obviously Pittsburgh would take up some of the money, but Calgary is a team that's in a playoff position right now that could really go far with a goalie, in my opinion. Got a lot of young players on that team that do play well. Uh, who is there now? They, who, now they got a goalie tandem right now. Is the Kerry Ramos still there? Um, oh, Jonas Hello. Yeah, Ryan Elliott and Chad Johnson. Oh, okay. So I was Chad Johnson's had a resurgent year for those guys. There, he's been very solid in that role. Also, both Elliott and Johnson are free agents after this season. Okay, so they're gonna so. have to figure something out. Maybe they got a guy in the minor leagues that, or in the minors that they're going to want to call up soon. Maybe for it would be able to be a stopgap. Obviously, that no-move clause comes into play. The salary comes into play. So, uh, obviously, maybe something very difficult. Maybe, I like to call it the mellow clause. Something difficult that uh, that would factor in there. So, got nine minutes left in the show. Uh, almost uh, well, nine, nine minutes left in the show. Hour and nine minutes. Two I'm hours scared. and nine minutes left. Shut up. I'm assuming. Don't correct me like that. Once the agenda trade, if it if it does happen, once that you know goes through, I think that opens the door. Well, it's not. He waived his no trade clause. That deal is going through. Okay. So, you know, I think maybe that breaks it up. Maybe we'll get some moves going now. Oh God. I picked up the pen. This is what's going on here on Weissman and Oz right now. I pick up the pen to write down a note, and Stephen gets up and starts running like I'm gonna. Stab him or something. <laughs> anyway, I just wanted to write down this note. And then we'll get back to the show. I don't want to say it on the air. I do. We appreciate that, actually. But the impulse control of Joe is impressing me. I mind. really, I just, there's no way this deadline is going to be this quiet, right? Like something big has to happen. Something's going to happen. Yeah, something that actually works. It's like we're in the calm before the storm right now, and the storm is probably going to be Isles Twitter later when they have a meltdown when they do nothing. Something that actually kind of works into the Islanders' favor, in my opinion, uh, the new ownership, and him being so outspoken, and I, I like to call him the Rex Ryan of, of, of uh, executives, to be honest with you. He's outspoken. He wants to win. He's willing to spend the money. Maybe he's in Garth Snow's ear right now, like the other owners weren't. Or past uh, he wasn't. He's not in Garth Snow's ear right now. He was a week ago when Ledecky said, "Go out and do what you have to do." Okay, John Ledecky's a man who he he promised us a world class experience last summer, and this is a guy who wants to do it and wants to make a big splash. And well, what would be a bigger splash than going out your first deadline on in the team and bringing in another star? And if they were to bring him in. You, you put him on the second line, I assume, right? I don't think you'd want to break up that first line. I mean, people people say playing with Tavares. To me, I played a guy with Ladd. I played Duchesne and Ladd together. And, you well, know, that's really with Chimera, yeah. Chimera on that other side, who's been an incredible signing for us. And 
And by the way, I've, I've actually been told that Alquine is hurt right now. So you're looking for someone to fill in his role. I had a great conversation with Quiner the other night at Casino Night and shared a couple of laughs. I really can't get into it. Uh, we have to keep it PG on the show. <laughs> <laughs> Funny guy. Um, uh, six minutes left of the show. I just counting down the minutes of the deadline now. I'm just waiting for something to happen. I do for New York's sake. I think just the uh, the hockey town is just better uh, when both teams are relevant and when both teams are in the postseason. And again, I think they got the best chance to beat so, the Caps. Something we can touch up on. Uh, yesterday, Josh Hosang, uh, another mm-hmm. Islanders prospect, was up and down. Uh, it's all paper transaction. It's all paper transaction, you're mm-hmm. right. Uh, but there was, you know, a source saying that Joshua Singh was not on a flight with him to Dallas. He wasn't. He wasn't. But, but he was called up with the he, team. He's in Dallas now. He's, yeah, he's so he was called up this morning. And, and you have to realize these paper transactions. He has to be on the Islanders roster in order to be able to practice with the team. So you can't just have him there practicing with the team by NHL rules. You call him up. Now you send him back down for a few hours to have him uh, playoff eligible in the AHL. You're going to call him up tomorrow morning. He's going to take the morning skate, and he's going to be in the lineup tomorrow in Dallas. Well, I think that's something good because this is a kid who had a lot of talent. Obviously, he couldn't get his head on straight, but now that he does, he's up in a very important situation for the Islanders. He's fighting for a playoff. Every game's a playoff spot. I'll tell you this. Playoff I, game I, at this point. I'm okay with with moving Stalkal and Barzal. I think Josh saying can be a difference maker in in this in the NHL, he's able to skate around the entire place. He, he outskates everybody. He's, he outworks himself, but he's a playmaker. He's not a scorer. He's a playmaker. And I think you might see him center um, Lad and Shimera tomorrow night. And watch out, he makes that line even better. Uh, I don't think I don't think the potential. Uh, I don't want to say potential again. The skill set of Josh Hosang has never been in question. It's Josh's head, and right. can he get his head on straight and do what he's told to do and asked to do? And if he can, he, he could be a superstar. He could be the best player to come out of that draft. Okay, okay. if you want to look at it. Uh, just have a report. Uh, it's just another extension. Uh, Neuberth, two-year deal with the Flyers is worth five million. Uh, in total. Wow. So in addition, getting a, a conditional draft pick going back to Colorado for Ginla, pending so, the trade call. So you knock up your teammate's sister and you get a two-year extension. Good on Michael Neuwirth for that. <laughs> wow. That's funny. impressive, man. Again, this kid coming to factor if a goalie, if uh, a That is impressive. Calgary, well, Cal- I mean, they've, Calgary's already got two guys that are unrestricted free agents after this season, and Steve Mason, I believe, is actually uh, on the same boat as that. So, um, what do you, listen, I know oh, I'm probably the only one who deals with this here in the room. Lent is coming. What are you guys giving up for Lent? I don't know. No. no. You don't, I don't know that, that, do you? I'm Jewish. He's, Jew- he's uh, Jewish. I'm Muslim. He's Jewish. That's what are you giving up for Lent? Oh, God. I don't know. <laughs> you could give up alcohol. Nah, that's probably not going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> what about uh, I don't know. Should I give up going to Islander again? No, I, I mean, probably well, while you're on time. My but. life will probably be a lot less stressful. <laughs> now, let me ask you, how long do you have to give something up, give this up for? Uh, what is it, 30 days? I, I don't really you, know. You don't do the yes? And God forgive me. I, you know what? I don't have time to. I'm sitting here with you. Would you like me to leave? I could be in church during this thing. What time are you going to the concert tonight? I know you're going to uh, uh, I'm going to get on the 505 train. Why don't you go to country concerts for 30 days? That's probably not going to happen. It's easy well, enough. probably 10 after yeah, tonight and then be safe for the summer. Uh, two you, weeks, two weeks. I'm sorry, we're Jordan. talking 30 days. Anyway, anyway, I'm going to get a lot of twisted tea in my system later. We're going to have a good night. Hopefully, the Islanders have a good day in two hours and two minutes and <sighs> give us something to smile about. Maybe there will be something every Lent is until Easter, by the way. Okay, so it's a little longer than 30 days. Um, Thank you for to Joey Love for helping me out with that one. (laughs) I appreciate that. Well, guys, two hours and two minutes away. Uh, We'll see, obviously, see what happens. Joe, obviously, you know, we've had you here for football. You know, we didn't get your opinion on on the Super Bowl. We're not going to get that right now. Next week, would you love to come back on? And have a uh, fo- uh, football day with us. Cord, also you're welcome. Cord, you're more than welcome to as well. Right. Cool. 
Quirk, quirky is going to be in school, but I. Uh, I think you got a new schedule. I believe I could come in. I think because we have obviously a lot of football to talk about too. But uh, you know, pretty much wrapping up the last minute of our show. Joe Cusimano coming back in the show to talk football. Should I read what Joe wrote on this paper over here? No, do now? not. Do not. There's now. not a single profane profane word in that sentence. There Please isn't a pre- I didn't write any profanity. <laughs> Please do not. It's actually clean, technically. It is technically clean, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, the thing on there, his might not be clean, but <laughs> uh, at least we're to wear off. Uh, Everyone, thanks for listening. Thanks for watching on Periscope and Facebook Live. If you're on Facebook Live, wait two more minutes because I'm going to tell you what I wrote to Stephen. <laughs> but uh, to find our show, we will post the links on our Facebook, uh, on Twitter, so all social media. You can get us on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play. All thanks to uh, the SMG Podcast channel, Stephen Dan Vin. Did a great job. We want to thank Joe and Cord for having us on the trade deadline show. Uh, my pleasure, guys. It's been fun. It was a fun time. This might have been one of the best shows I mean, we've ever done. Obviously, we didn't get as much trades as we uh, wanted to, but it's early. It's that early. We have two hours left. Nobody worried because at one o two something big is going to happen, and we're going to be off the air. It's just going to aggravate me. We'll see you guys on Monday. Weissman, Errol, and Coos back on it. Talking football on Monday. Have a great day. El nuevo crispy chicken sandwich de McDonald's es... Crujiente, tiernito, Es pollo en la McDonald's. Un mordisco y... Wow. Es el nuevo crispy chicken sandwich. Ordena por anticipado en el app de McDonald's. Para, pa, pa, pa. En McDonald's participantes.